man, that's pretty. We could do a duet. It's a privilege for me. She's 28. He's 88. It's whether or not they want to sing with me, though. I don't know. I told you, I don't like to be anywhere but cheek to cheek when you're in the room. An amazing privilege. Rod's done a duet with you. Too much, you guys. Mixed power is physical and visual. David's a steel and big. I was thrilled to work with you. Let's hope we do it again. We sing all the time, duets, you know. So I was thinking, this sounds kind of Italian. So I called Zuccaro. It was for a re-release album. It was just like it was just an add-on. Yeah, "Heal the Pain" is uh, the, the song in question. George Michael written song. So um, one of his, you know, okay, few, really? few, few written songs. I mean, he, he's, okay. he's a good writer, but he, he just doesn't write that much. I didn't know it was by him. I'm, I'm yeah. reasonably impressed, I'd say. I mean, it's a, it's a nice song. It's a nice song. Yeah. And there's nothing particularly staggering about it. No, not like, at all. Not at all. I mean, it's very uh, basic song smithery. Same, you know, really, four chords, verse, three chords, chorus, bridge, uh, an extra bridge, yeah. So it's beginning, same as the end, same as the chorus, but without vocals or different vocals. And it was yeah. written in the style of who? Uh, Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what he says. I guess he just started to play the chords and then he could probably hear a Paul song and then started to kind of just go that way. Yeah. I mean, I can and hear does, a Paul song when I hear yeah, it because Paul's yeah. on it. So. The three chords that are kind of repeated at the, at the start, they're, they're in so many songs, but like, yeah. I did narrow it down and I do think it's eight days a week that he's taken those yeah. chords from. Exactly the same chords, totally, but the melody is different. Oh, the melody is different, yeah, definitely, definitely, and it's a bit slower. It's the same sort of technique as that works very well on um, Don't Let the Sun Go Down On Me, which is just like the singing a bit and the other person sort of going, duh, 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 like uh, yeah. backing it up, really. Yeah. And then, it, it would have been better if he just, if he just said, ladies and gentlemen, Paul McCartney. That would have upped it, I reckon, definitely, mm. like by a thousand megahertz. But it's still good. I mean, I have to say, I couldn't remember what it was and I only listened to it like half an hour ago. And... Um, then I, and I thought, this is lovely. I made lots of notes. Then I listened to it again. I was like, this is really nice. Oh, yeah. And third time, it was really nice. And then I was like, I won't listen to that probably again. <laughs> no, never. No. It's one of those ones where you go, whoa, bing, zing, wing, jing. No, bye. Once the fizz wears off, you know. Yeah. But it is 
George and Macca together. So this can yeah. be sniffed at. Yeah, yeah and it brings, it brings it full circle as well. It, oh, it does. It helps us. But the voices, it's as we're look, listening to these kind of voices and how they work together, they, I think they work really well together. The well, they all, they're a bit too similar in, in places, aren't they? I, I can't tell who's who. I, I do like a bit of um, definition in my duets, and there's none here. I feel like the producer, whoever that is, I feel like it's probably the same one who did George Harrison album. It really sound, reminds me, production-wise, of George Harrison and that 80s album. Like, what's that called? Um, oh, there's, there's a lot, isn't there? Well, oh, you mean uh, Cloud Nine? Cloud Nine, yeah. What you um, think is you think is um, Jeff Lynne? Uh, what he produced that, did he? Yeah, do you think Jeff Lynne got in? Uh, with yeah, I'm gonna go for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with no. Okay, <laughs> you should probably check that then and see who. Well, is you don't, who I don't like think you need to check it. No, let's not check it actually. But similar kind of production, anyway. So, oh, the producer probably in 2006 was some young upstart, anyway, and. Uh, was copied no, by production. But, but it sounds exactly the same as the 91 one. It's like, mm. I, I, I guess they did it again, but like, oh, I don't know, it's very similar to the original. Have... There's just a few more bongos or congos or something like that in it. That's what I thought was pretty funny. So it starts, it's like, it's the only conga sequence it's worth having, like on anything. And it's the same one that is on everything. It's like, like what the fuck like surely you could have got or something but no it's it's the one the button on the casio keyboard that's what it does it's a bossa nova or something i don't know maybe not bossa is it bossa nova could be could be or rumba rumba i'm gonna go for rumba you go for Rumba? Okay. Rumba. R- Rumba Nova. I'm going. No, it's no, Bossa Nova. No idea. Is it Bossa Nova? <laughs> okay. So then you've got, like, I'll just talk about the production a little bit. Um, the 12. No, Bossa Nova is. That's it. Exactly. It's sped up. Okay. So. And then you've got this 12, it feels like a 12 string, or it's just like a stereo maximizer on lots of takes of, of the acoustic. Yeah. Uh, but, and then a nice sort of tasteful sort of Rickenbacker, perhaps six string lick over the top. And they're very so, close to the mics, aren't they? The singing's very close to the mics, well, very in- intimate. What I would say is I feel like Macca is super close. Yeah, because it's that kind of old person. It's like an old person down your ear, isn't it? It is, you totally. Can, when you go to your granddad's house and he gets too close and you can kind of smell him and he's like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> He's telling you a story. And yeah, he's he's seems, seems kind of... Give you a taste. nut that you don't yeah. want to eat. He seems sort of acceptable and tasteful sort of from afar. But then when he's <laughs> leaning in, you, you smell all the fucking cognac and stuff. Oh, and the, the hairs yeah. coming out of his cheeks, coming out of the kind of wrinkled cheeks in this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but still, like, I mean, and that's the kind of sound he always has, Macca, like like the chorus sound and, like, double-tracked. It always sounds earnest, but sort of workman-like, like a songsmith who's having to sing his song, and he does it pretty well. It's like his voice mm. is a tool. Mm. Whereas, and then I felt the production was cool because George has a bit of ver- verb on it, and he's like a more sensual, sort of like emotional kind of, it's like release for him, everything that he sings. 
Yeah. And so he's sort of like sensually like caressing this old man. <laughs> uh, with I think he could Burby. caress anyone, you know, I think he's, I think everyone gets caressed by George. Oh, anyone that knows. listens to it would get caressed by it. He's, yeah. he's, he's very essential, uh, like you say. Yeah. He really is. Sensual, he's essentially right? sensual. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Totally. Sen- you know, sensational. Sensational as well. Sensationally, yeah. yeah. Sensual. Sen- essentially. Yeah, I mean, I've never really <laughs> been a big George listener, and um, mm. you know, these these last few weeks, I've listened to more George, and I'm I'm going to listen to him more. Yeah, I mean, this morning I listened to the whole of the George Michael best of, but I have to say I, I skipped through tons of songs because mm. actually, lots of them are shit. Right. <laughs> was annoying because I was like, he's so good. and it, He's it, best when think. he's doing covers, isn't he? Yeah. And the, yeah. one of the best ones was Killer. By Adamski. Yeah. Mixed with Papa Was a Rolling Stone. Mashup. Well, that was that's from his cover to cover tour, which was um, uh, around the same time as uh, this song and the, the last song. This is your favourite era of, of George, I'd say. Is it? Oh, yeah, we just say Fast Love, didn't we? Fast Love. Yeah, was... that was my favourite. I mm. said that a few times, so no, yeah. that's 96 or something, probably. Talking about um, covers, this is how I think they might have got together, is that they played at Live 8, and they did Drive My Car, and it's fucking... I mean, it's a, te- it's a pretty bad song anyway, isn't it? Oh, I fucking... That was the one I loved, like, Drive My really? Car when I was a kid. Yeah, I was like, this is the one I kept... Oh, right, right, as a kid, yeah. Because of the riff. You know yeah. I'm a riff fucking holic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but try, but try and watching uh, George Michael do that next to Agent Paul McCartney and Live Eight and getting excited. It's quite hard. Okay. I will try later. Mm. Maybe I need some assistance with that. I mean, that's not what you want George to be singing. No, I'm that's sure a terrible George song. It's a terrible idea. But but six years before that. At the uh, the charity concert for Linda McCartney, he did the Long and Winding Road and Eleanor Rigby, and check that out. The Long and Winding Road. That sounds like it's going to be great. Oh, that's because really that's good. that's a George song. I mean, Drive My Car. What the fuck? No, of course no, not. Doesn't no. work. But he Which does Long and Winding Road much better than than Paul. Like, I've never really liked the song as a Paul song. I've always I've quite liked the song as an idea, but never really never really liked it as a Beatles song. I always thought right. it sounded totally out of place as a Beatles song. Really? I was, yeah, I always thought it was someone else. I always thought, whenever I heard it, I was, I was tricked for the first few bars, thinking, who's this? Oh, yeah. it's, it's the Beatles. Like, it just doesn't seem, doesn't seem to fit. He did it at, I saw Macca at, at Isle of Wight Festival from afar. Mm. Um, from in the 1970. <laughs> in 1970. <laughs> You were looking back in time. That's how far away you were. Yeah, yeah you too. No. From a boat next to the festival. Oh, like well, few, on, on, de- um, on, your dad's, on your dad's yacht? Let's not... Boat. Let's not call it a yacht. I mean... Uh, <laughs> well, it was a yacht when I was on it. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't... We played that. We played that. that was uh, <laughs> one of my, my favourite games we've ever played, which was... What uh, was that? Name, name all the Bond films <laughs> in order. <laughs> that's the only one I could think of that everyone that's would have the dad game. It was ever. such a partridge moment. It was amazing. So, oh yeah, I wanted to tell you about 
because I watched a bit more of the concert for Linda. Mm. And uh, it was kind of put on by Chrissy Hind, who I guess was Linda's friend. And so the Pretenders are the kind of backing band for everyone. So they're the backing band for George and the backing band for Paul when he comes on at the end. Mm. And um, also, Johnny Marr was part of the Pretenders, I think, at the time. Mm. They do a version of Meat is Murder. Wow. And Johnny Marr sings Morrissey's part in like a kind of lazy Morrissey impression. Oh. With like no gusto at all. Yeah. Like just kind of more like really grungy kind of kind of guitar noise and it's it's fucking horrible. Death for no reason is murder. Yeah, and they have lyrics up projected behind them. Of course, because it's Linda McCartney. Yeah. And then yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. And then they have him and Chrissy Hine kind of finger jabbing on certain uh, it's murder. Yeah, like, you know, oh, kind right. of... The crowd, right. Okay. For, the, for, the, for the crowd, just to kind of Not ham home the point. That sounds incredibly silly. Mm. You know, unless you're very passionate about the subject, and then I'm sure it was powerful. No, that's great. But the performance of the song was, it was a bit like, kind of, this is serious, guys. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come sort on. of try-hard try seriousness. And Mar yeah. hate probably hated Morrissey, but he's singing his words and... But Ma did become a um, vegetarian. Okay. Mm. Not during the gig, like, <laughs> before that, <laughs> when Meet Murder came when, out. When it, when, oh, I think right. he, felt the pre- he felt the pressure from the lyrics in the song and thought, I can't perform this on stage and not be a vegetarian now. I've got no excuse. So he became a vegetarian back then. Shit. So it wasn't just before the Linda McCartney gig, just to no. sort of... Make sure <laughs> Chrissy, Chrissy Hind was pressurizing everyone to uh, become veggie. Just I imagine George Michael's probably a veggie, he's he seems pretty right on. Maybe, yeah, I have no I, idea. He loves okay. his dogs because he has them in his in some videos and stuff. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of dog lovers who love love a steak. True, true, yeah, I know a few. Oh, I'm one. <laughs> Love a dog, yeah. love a steak. We shouldn't really be talking about this straight after talking about me as murder. No, not really. Um, I do love that song, but that sounds like a terrible version of it. It was awful. Yeah, don't don't check that out at all, guys. Don't check it out. Although I'll pop it on um, if I can. But maybe we should. Yeah, maybe it's getting a bit painful. We should heal the pain. Oh, by coming back to the song, heal yes. pain, and. Um, yeah, so I was just, you've got Macca there close doing his Beatles thing. He always sounds like there's some production on him, but maybe it's not. It's just the way, like him and Phil Collins always sound like there's this kind of production on them. I feel you like in the mean? last, no, I don't know what you mean by those two in particular, but I mean, what I can hear Maybe is... it's the chorus like effect. I've heard people always say, oh, and his voice hasn't changed at all. He can do all the same things, blah, blah, But like, yeah. you can hear in the production, he's getting closer and closer, and you can hear that hollowness that, like, old people have. Like, it's like all their guts have just shrunk to, like, peanut size. And, like, everything inside them is, like, just, you know, it's just turning to dust. And it's no, no teeth left. Which we're, all, which we're all going towards. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
already this is part there. Of, you know, part of how you are then. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's great. But, like, yeah, in terms of how they're seeing, he's the workman-like guy. George is emoting over the top. Um, yeah, I feel like Macca all... is, is the solid one, and he's, like, going to heal George's pain. But it almost brings us back to the um, sober man's mind. Yeah. yeah because you have this kind of elder fatherly figure. Oh, father figure, that's a George Michael song, isn't it? Mm. This, elder, this older guy that's kind of so good at what he does and is, is kind of a guide like, to yeah. both of these people. Even though George is well, you know, mature enough to know his way around, it's, it's almost like Paul's just there just going, yeah, you do it a bit, this is how you do it. And yeah, and like, well, that is how you do it, actually. Gosh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Macca just roots the roots both both songs. Mm. With this fatherly thing. He he is like an old man, even when he was young. Like yeah, yeah. And that's why he's still alive. Yes. Uh, he's well, sensible, basically, isn't he? He's sensible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, actually, around this time, two thousand six, he gets involved with um, Heather Mills, doesn't he? So this is like, okay. yeah. just looking to see if he, re- he, he um, released much around this time. And I think he's got, because he releases a lot, doesn't he? He's, he's prolific. That's probably why George is so enamored by him, because Paul just writes like, like that, yeah. you know. He's yeah. constantly writing. And George obviously takes his writing very seriously and probably scraps a lot of it and just doesn't think it's good enough. Whereas Paul doesn't give a shit. He releases anything. Releases. Yeah. And it's normally good. And- around this time. Probably not. Ah, oh, but good. around this time, fucking hell, he did a crime against music that has not been fully realised and not been Can fully um, punished for. Yeah, please. Is it the one that was used like as an Apple fucking ringtone or something? Um, I don't know which one's or an that? Apple advert. Did it have a mandolin in it? Yes, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, I think he brought ukuleles back into fashion with this song because it's like the simplest. Oh God. Riff. And it's, the, it's yeah. on a mandolin, it's not on a ukulele, but then I remember just like it becoming a big thing in like 2010, 2000, you know, around that time. Yes. It was in a lot of adverts. It was, and like there was groups coming to getting together and doing gigs where they're just like doing covers of songs with all ukuleles, all this shit. And it was on TV and it's like, fuck. Oh, with the troubadour hat and the ukulele. Oh, man. The it's, the, it's the return of the fucking troubadour. Yeah. And this time, they've got a fucking ukulele. Well, the troubadour as an image. Yeah, as a, exactly. As a and I feel that that advert for iPhones, which this is definitely on, right. whatever it is called, is, is yeah, you're probably right. That's the so song I think McCartney is perpetrator of this evil that we all had to fucking sit through so many fucking dickheads doing this. That's all, that's all because Paul played. would just pick up anything and make a song like that. And yeah. then, well, that, that could probably be a hit. Is there any more we could say about Heal the Pain? Like, Oh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so, unfortunately. But it's a lovely little ditty. I'd listen to it maybe once, maybe twice, and then I wouldn't listen to it anymore if I were you, listeners. Um, and just be happy that that happened. I, I, I would say it's nice it starts with a coda and ends with a coda. Yeah, obviously the coda is the intro. Oh, uh, right. Well, that's exactly like eight days a week. But I don't know if you call that a coda, because it's more of an intro. So that's more of an intro. That's more of a kind of like it works as an intro and a finish, doesn't it? Yeah, it's quite yeah. bombastic. But you what, coda? What coda is just like a, re- a repeat, isn't it? Like a repeat of the yeah. time. 
yeah, and that's why it, I feel like it is a coda at the beginning of this one, Heal the Pain, because it, it does go around and the vocals repeat. It's, it starts off with Macca sort of doing... Which is like the end. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you wouldn't normally, you know. Yeah. Uh, before, pre-Sound and Vision by David Bowie, <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have started with something like that. You know, um, did that change them? Did that break the mould? Broke the songwriting mould thanks to their special cards, Eno and Bowie. What are they what call they? Atari cards. <laughs> no, no the pack of cards that they uh, randomly looked at and then they go, we do that. I mean, oh. Oh, we put the synth bit that was going to be the bridge. <gasps> put that at the beginning. No, we can't possibly. No, no one would. But what if? Oh, my, do it. Oh my God! No one's ever oh, heard something they like were doing that it, They were doing it in a meow, beat poetry meow, kind of way. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. it's called the Seven Cards of Doom or something. It's not called that. Um, it, yeah, it's called. But they the, used it. They used it in writing, didn't they? In the fifties, a lot. Oh, did they? Oh. Well, the Beats, the Beats did, didn't they? They used all that. Oh, kind of, in uh, writing, yeah, not randomness music, and but exactly mm. cut up burrows. Yeah. yeah, cut up burrows stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. To wrap up, like what we talked about in this show, mm. there's there's not there's a real lack of women represented, and that is strange for the a total duets. lack of women. No, not a total because yeah. Janet was there. But oh, like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have. But thought, she pisses like a man. So I mean, most of the duets are boy girl. Yeah, that's the classic format, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I mean, I've got some stats here, and like, I've got 202 boy-girls. I've got mm. 43 boy-boys, and only 10 girl-girls. Really? Yeah. It's, it's quite strange to, to avoid so many, so many girls, but that's, yeah. how, that's how it works when you go, you know, trying to link the six together. Yeah. Yeah, nothing sort of suspicious about that at all. Just nothing at all. I mean, happens. there's not two boys talking about music, Loving boy music, loving the way boys <laughs> play music, sing music. It's nothing to it's do with... not that. It's not that. Nothing to do with trying to fit Cliff and Paul McCartney in it. Nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that. I was listening to some duets today, um, and there's some, some good ones, and there's some, some artists that could have made it into this kind of uh, degrees of separation thing, but maybe not six degrees, like Kate Bush. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, actually. Like, I was, I was hmm. going to ask you, if you suggest someone, and I try and do a six degrees of separation, yeah, or, or a duet that you like, like if, that, if you want the Kate Bush-Peter Gabriel one, as like, is that the one you're thinking of? That's the one. Let's do that one. Yeah. yeah. So we'll start the there. I suggest. Start yeah. there. Start and there. see where you go, I suppose. Oh, what will oh. we find in the bush? What will we find? I mean, we'll, 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 it, it could take me a while to kind of work it out because I've probably, probably got to go to work next week. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It's a bummer. Yeah. Anyway, I was going to ask you, um, mm. have you ever written a duet? That's a very good question. Although... <laughs> it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> what you never thought of it not even thought of it no 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 i mean i did write backing vocals for my wife later that's not the same it's really not the same but she just sang the same thing in harmony yeah. in the choruses yeah um i'd sing a duet with you that'd be quite good yeah me and you could do a duet we should actually yeah we could do one now. yeah okay ready yeah yeah one 
two, three, four. The weatherman looks. <laughs> How's it going? Shakes his fist, Shakes his fist at the sky. sky, like you used to do. There's a dog in the fog, and my oh, eyes are unleashed. You did the dirty, and I was upset. It was cold. cold. Holy shit. Hug, hug, hug. Hug, hug, and fist in the air. Fade. Fade.